This is the Upscale Business Podcast. We have access to industry-leading coaches and world-class experts, and we get them to share their insights, their knowledge, and expertise on all things business. You're about to get access to the latest tools, tips, tricks, and hacks that have helped thousands of businesses just like yours explode. This is the Upscale Business Podcast. And now your hosts, Mitch Van, Arena, and Nathan. Welcome, everybody, to the next installment of the Upscale Podcast. This episode is a pretty special one. We've got some of our favorite clients here today. We've got Rachel and Ken. How are you doing, guys? All right. Thank you. Yeah. Very relaxed. <laughs> yeah. They're here in uh, the beautiful Byron Bay on holiday. Ken, you just uh, got married? I did two days ago, Valentine's Day, and um, yeah, it was a bit of a rainy day, but we got through it, which was good. Rainy is an understatement. It yeah. was a torrential <laughs> storm. It was supposed to be Froggy Beach, and at the last minute, they're like, we need to change things. Yeah, yeah, so we've been in a nice spot where we could have a bit of roof over our head, so that was great, so that went well, yeah. Awesome. So today, guys, uh, really is a unique opportunity for us to, to have clients like yourselves in the office. I mean, your story is quite special. Um, you know, you've obviously built up quite a successful business and branched out into training as well. Um, love to throw it over to you guys and just hear a little bit about where you've come from and and how you got there. Well, uh, yeah, I suppose uh, electrician and mainly in the domestic industry was the field that I chose that I loved and uh, decided to, uh, I wanted to grow the business. I started going down employing apprentices and then got on to employing qualified electricians. And uh, yeah, so that was fine for a while. And then after a while, we wanted to get bigger. And then we started finding that uh, it was really hard to um, find qualified or skilled people. So then we, I uh, implemented training in our business. We started doing it uh, once a month. And then that progressed into once a week. And once we started doing that, the, um, the level of uh, the knowledge that the guys were getting and going out making sure they're going into customers' houses, that they um, just got that knowledge and they feel comfortable when the customer's asking them to do a different types of work. So that made a big difference in our business. It wasn't even just that. It was the culture and stuff that changed heaps too. Yeah. Because it's egg, egg and bacon breakfast every Tuesday morning mm-hmm. and everyone gets to catch up and hang out and chill and work out what happened over the weekend, everything. And then, yeah, we go debrief last week and yeah. go over any issues. Yeah, yeah once we eventually moved out of out of home and, and got a factory and then we started doing it a lot different. And, mm. Did you combine that with the training, the breakfast and the catch-up? with yeah. Yeah, that's, that's that's The first half an hour is just pure, just banter, chat, just hang out, Brookie. talk yeah. about whatever, brekkie, hash browns, avocado, whatever. Mm, got to have yeah. the avo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's then, um, yeah, from 8 until about 9.30, 10 o'clock, we just fall into training. Yeah, nice. And what, what does that training look like for you guys? Like, how do you structure that? So the first hour, we, um, we'll just talk about uh, OH&S topic and then we'll talk about, we'll go around the room and ask the guys if they've got any questions. So I always make sure that the guys have a question, one or two questions every meeting. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then we'll go through and discuss that. And then, so that's the first hour. And then the second hour, we, we go through um, sales, which is more our experienced electricians. We'll talk about um, the qualified electricians will stay and the apprentices will go and pack for the day and get everything organised. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we might get them to, to work on something or a skill and they can go and work together in that second hour. 
we've got like a training facility there so they can go over and do things and wow yeah we'll give them a task to do and they can go off and do that while we talk about things that we want to talk about as qualified you know electricians and mm-hmm. so um yeah so it's, it's working really well we love it it's a really important component of um taking your business to that next level like definitely from my experience as a coach one of the things that i've seen is it, it is hard to i guess uh groom and, and train a, a tradesman to become somewhat of a salesman as well mm-hmm. how do you guys tackle that well, it's, it's more just like every single Tuesday we're doing it. So the guys just keep doing it, keep mm. doing it, keep doing it. They so go out with each other. Repetition. They get that confidence and then yep. eventually something just clicks and then they're fine. Like yep. we had one guy that was like, I have no idea how I'm going to do this. And then within three or four weeks, he was in his own band doing it and mm. he wouldn't go back. Mm. So we get him to work alongside of one of our experienced guys and he might be there for a month. So he's learning the ropes and then... He's out in his end. So we feel that he's ready to go. Yeah, and just chuck him out and just go go and do a job, go be an electrician. That's really yeah. the onboarding thing is massive. If they, if, they, if they need two weeks or they need six weeks, we'll, we'll give them that time because we want to make sure they feel confident when they're going out in the field rather than just uh, give them in two weeks, you must go out. Mm. Especially because so, they're electricians, not salespeople. That's right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You're a bit of a, uh, a master upseller, I hear as well. Yeah. Rach was telling me the other day, you're getting pretty good at it. Is there a competition going on? <laughs> but yeah, it's like it's like you know, the more you, you practice it, the more you do it, the, the better you get at it. Mm. So, um, yeah, it's just trying to add as much value as you can to a customer. That's all it is. Yeah, I like yeah. that that value massively because right. you guys go into a house with a solution. Yeah, and you help people massively because, yeah. like, I'm not an electrician. I have no idea. I would want someone who actually knows, yeah. and I want to be able to rely on them to tell me yeah. what's the safest option. What else could I do that would benefit me, my family, my friends when they come over? Like, what what is safe? What is nice at the end of the day it's just a good education as well that's like it. if they don't want to do anything they don't want to do anything but yep. we've left and they're educated they know where the switchboard is now yep. some people don't even know where the switchboard is yeah um and then yeah you've just gone right through and but that's how we started we, we we walk we used to walk into a customer's house with blinkers on yeah uh, we just want this powerpoint fixed or can you can you install a ceiling fan and that's all we used to do yeah now we go in and we walk out and we've completed 10 jobs or, or eight jobs and, mm. and the customers are wrapped. Like, like they had no idea that this was this bad or yeah. had no idea about this particular topic and, you know, or this item and, and you know, um, yeah, they're, they're wrapped. And <laughs> how nice is it they'll be saying to everyone else, like, they came in once, mm. they fixed all these things. I don't have to worry about someone else having to come back mm. and I have to do that later because... Mm. They had the knowledge to do it all. Yeah. yeah. yeah and then, like, all big... the training and stuff is what then led us into doing, like, electrical how-to to try and bring up the standard for everyone. Like, if we're noticing the lack of skills and training in our own business, yep. it's going to be out there in lots of different businesses and apprentices and qualified electricians right around Australia. Yeah. One of the things that I've noticed, and particularly working with technicians, is how, how do you go about getting your guys to get around that that thing of, I don't, I don't feel comfortable selling, you know, and in that mindset of I'm actually helping these people because I know that once that switches and once someone starts to to, to make that change, particularly technician, um, you really do start to see the results coming from that. 
Yeah, it's it's more from our meetings, really, like all the repetition and everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. Eventually, but, it will just it just becomes natural in themselves. It's not something not that we're we're not yeah we're not enforcing it on them or like making sure and like strictly telling this is what you have to say and everything. It's just yeah becomes natural in the end. And the biggest thing is to change that word from sales mm. to value. Mm. They just feel like I can't sell. I don't want to sell. I just feel bad about trying to sell. You're not selling. You're adding value. You 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 got to let the customer know that um, this item is out of date or had no idea. So you're just making the house safer um, by upgrading it, or or their switchboard could be out of date. Mm -hmm. They had no idea. So when they leave, the house is much safer. Um, so that's that's what we're about is creating value or adding value to that customer's house. That value stack. Yeah. yeah. And you also, you call it an electrical health safety check that you do? Yeah, yeah, on majority jobs, which mm -hmm. is what we go through, that value, and then like the educating the customer, that's really what that enables us to do. Every single job we're educating a customer on what is in their house, like you were saying. like. And that, all, that all starts at the office, doesn't it? Like when the phone comes in and it's answered, uh, you start to talk about this kind of stuff initially with the customer. So setting a bit of an expectation. We do initially, like with majority of customers, we will. Sometimes we will leave it on site depending on how we're sort of feeling in the office and the boys will just go around and do that when they're on site. Mm -hmm. So that's like a value add while they're on site. So if we've already added like heaps of value on the phone call, that's just something else that they can go and do when they're on site. If the customer already wants quite a bit of work done, then we don't need to talk about yeah, it. Sure. The guys will just talk about it while they're on site, mm -hmm. while we're here. It's it's free and we'll go through and and uh, and do a check of your whole home and they're just blown away. Oh yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. And then you all you're doing is just pointing out bits and pieces and some customers will yeah, do it. Just and that, that opens the door for the technician, right? Like having had that conversation, mm -hmm. we're gonna come out and do this for you. Yeah. It creates a space for the technicians now be able to go, oh, hey, as you know, the our, our admin had mentioned, mm -hmm. we're out here and we'll do a, a free health safety check for you. Yeah. Yeah. So I've coached a lot or we've coached a lot of uh, electric contracting businesses. And I still remember the first day that I heard your ability or your staff's ability to generate X amount of revenue. Realistically, you guys are able to extract more value out of one staff member than you know most other businesses can from three. Right. And it's a massive testament to what you do. Yeah. Now, obviously, a massive component of that comes from the training that you do. And obviously, that's what you guys have instilled in electrical how-to. But I'd like to go back to kind of the hiring process and then work mm -hmm. our way through that. Because I think for business owners listening in, a lot of them don't understand that there is a, a process around that. And I know you're really good at that, at the actual like picking of candidates. You don't just hire anyone, but you also see the ability for anyone to be able to get to a certain level. And you, you touched on this. You said that you noticed there was a lot of uh, people in the industry or there was a lot of people that you were looking at hiring that weren't the standard that you needed. So therefore, you built a system to be able to accommodate that. You built the training platform in your own business to be able to do that and have now instilled that with electrical how-to. Yeah. So when we actually go back to the interview process or the hiring process, do you believe that you know realistically anyone can get to this point? Because I've watched you do it over and over and over again with all of your staff. You get them to be able to generate double, if not triple the revenue than most other electricians. Yeah. So does it start at the hiring? 
Yeah, oh, yep. definitely. Yeah, we spend more time probably talking to the person. We've got a little bit of knowledge about what they've done. So it yep. already paints a picture of what they've got. And yep. we know that we can teach the rest. I won't hire anyone, like have an interview with someone unless they call me as well. So my number is on the ad. And if I can't have like a five minute to 15 minute conversation with them, then I know that already they're lacking that like little bit of personality and bubbly sort of thing that we have in our team culture. Like if you go and talk to any one of the boys, they're all the same. And yeah. that's what we hire on. It's it's attitude, personality. Yes. We can train them. You've seen that. So yep. it's like we can train all that into them. It's more just the sort of person they are. They're yeah. showing initiative by yeah. picking up that phone call. Like yeah, well, I've had you. chats with some people for like 25 minutes and then, then you bring them in for the interview. But like I'm already having that connection with them over the phone to then bring them down and chat with dad and myself and then do the same sort of chat again that we had on the phone. Yeah. And then so, it just goes from there. So that would be the opposite to 90% of the clients we work with at the start. They all think that I was having a, a good conversation the other day with a new client who's up in the Gold Coast. And for him, it was all about, I need to hire the right technically gifted person. And I, you know, I always look at it with three different questions. One, can the person do the job technically? Like, can they do it? Not Excel, but can they just do it? Next question is, can they physically do the job? And then thirdly is, will they bring a neutral or positive impact to the company's culture? If you answer three to all those, we're good. I'm like, we hire because realistically we can train and upskill the first one. Physically, re, you know, we need someone that can, is able-bodied to do it. And then thirdly, with the culture one, as you just said, it is such an important part. If they're going to negatively detract on that, it brings the whole team down as opposed to just Our one. whole team knows that like yep. we're really strict on culture. And if they're feeling that someone's not really fitting, they'll, they know that we will like a t like action it straight away. Yeah. So what you're saying is hiring at that level, it's all about the person, not the technical skill set that they have. 100%. Yep. 100%. That's, that has to be number one because if they don't fit, um, down the track, if they're having a bad day, it brings the whole team down. Yeah, it's just awkward, especially with our training. We see each other every Tuesday, and the boys will like pass by each other all, like all week anyway. Mm. But on a Tuesday, if you can tell when the culture's not working. Yeah, it's not I, a cultured I, fit. I had someone like that, um, yeah, a long time ago, and yeah, it went when they had a bad day, it would bring the whole team down. Yeah, when they're having a good day, every, everyone's just pumping. So yes. I thought I don't want to have that again. So, yeah. and that it was a big lesson for me that culture. And we all care about choose. each other as well. It's like it's yeah. like a family sort of yes. culture instead of just mates or like just not interested in each other. Like we all know what's going on and yep. we yep. have those and they all get conversations. Along. That's all, right. All they're all best. They all go golf weekends. Like they've got yep. a golf weekend coming up soon. Yeah. Like yep. they're their buddies outside of work as well. One's a godfather of his two daughters. Like yeah, that's so like nice. that's it's yeah. great. Like it's yeah, that's it's, the culture that we've got, and like they know that we're so strict on culture. So no matter how good you are technically coming into the business, if you don't fit that, then it it's not going to work anyway. Yeah, and it all starts from the top. You know, it's very you know very obvious that you both are caring family people. You care about your team. You know, you're able to have conversations. You know, you're fun. You know, I've dealt with you a lot, and you know that trickles down. You know, so big thing for owners is, you know what, if you're going to be dry and difficult to deal with, you said it just before, you know, one person can bring the whole team down. Yeah. I find a lot of the time owners are that person. That's what I was about um, to say. Sometimes you know? it's the boss because, like, yes, someone might do the one the, the wrong thing once and it's like it's it's the worst thing in the world. But to us it's yeah. like it's a lesson for the whole team. Mm -hmm. Like if something goes wrong, then we've got that meeting on Tuesday and we sit there and we debrief the whole thing. It's not like that you've done something wrong. 
it's around what do we do to never have it happen again and it's there's no yelling there's no screaming there's no arguments or yep. attacking anyone it's just we're all neutral we're all friends we all understand People. something happened that's yeah. right and, and the other thing deal with it. that i've been noticing um a lot lately is uh there'll be one person one team will be finished their work and then they just start ringing around the other guys do you need a chop out do you need a chop out yeah, i like that so. and they just go there at the end of the day yep and they help them out. Like we don't know, and that doesn't come from us. Yep. But, but it does. They're doing it. It start it's somewhere within there. Yeah, Built that, that culture. Yeah. That, that that's they right. want to help each other. They want to show up. Yeah. You know, and even watching your videos in electrical how-to, you can see that it's you're trying to get that information out there mm. to your competitors, yeah. mm. to other people in the industry, because you care about the industry mm. and you know the Australian people's welfare on a safety basis, yeah. as opposed to just being single-minded and going for what is like your own space mm. so i think that's massively commendable yeah so we talked about the actual initial hiring part of it and how you know you're looking for what it is that you're looking for and it's not the technical it's more the person if we then moved on to your onboarding process and then we'll go to the training side of things what does that onboarding that initial phase look like because you're taking someone if we're talking about your industry the average is each billable resource can generate somewhere between 20 and thirty thousand. that's that's the average yeah, if we're talking about staff, we're not talking about owner operators that you know go go above and beyond. We're talking about just general staff. That's that's where it sits, and you know you guys do well above that, you know, and it's it's awesome, but that has to come from somewhere. So that onboarding process, what does it look like? We literally sit down and have a general conversation. Like we don't jump straight into what do you do. What like it's like yeah, the initial start is that culture piece. Yep, and then it's. 15 minutes of really trying to work out what they can sort of do in the industry, what they have done and what we will then be able to assist them to do. Yep. So a bit of like a strengths and a weakness, like assessment of their individual skill set so that you can understand what your onboarding journey looks like with that staff member. It's yeah. tailored. Yeah. Uh, but look, most of it, we, we really rely on the feedback from the guys in the field yep. because we can't be there all the time. Yep. So we'll put them in a van. Um, with our um, qualified electrician and he'll spend a week or two weeks and, and we're just constantly getting feedback as awesome. we go. So you don't throw them out on their own? No. You put them in with one of your like in-house guys that are where you want them to be yeah. and they learn from that. Yeah. 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 No, we never put them off on their own. They're always with one of our guys and it could be up to a month. Yeah. So we need to know that, um, you know, and we get that feedback, he's, he's no good or mm -hmm. no, he's a gun, he's really good. Yep. This guy's going to be good. So, and that's the feedback we love that we want to hear. Yeah. And because all that, like that culture, they all respect us, they respect the business. Mm. That feedback that comes back is honest. Like, it's not, oh, yeah, no, he's going good and he's really doing terribly. Like, they all want everyone at the same standard. So, the feedback we get from them is completely honest. Yep. And then when we put them in a van with, a, with another apprentice that's obviously been with us for quite some time, we put not one of the fresh ones. So, they yep. do get someone that's got a bit of an idea. And, uh, and the same thing, we just reduce the workload so they're not stressed. Yep. We make sure that they go through. A four-hour job, we might allow six hours. Yep. So you might start them at like a 70% a bit like capacity yeah. so that they have that time to kind of work into the role. Yeah. And not feel like, oh, God, I've got to finish this job by then and I've got to get to there by this time. Yep. It's just very chill. They get to do their jobs, focus on learning how to use the program and everything as well. Um. So that way they know how to use the iPads, they know how to process payments and all that sort of stuff. Once they've got all that sorted, then everything else 
Yep. It just sort of comes down and, to it. And if, every, each night we'll always be um, in communication with them. How'd you go today? What yep. the customers like? Start asking a few questions with them and just get a bit of a feel, yep. um, you know, how they're going really. So, yeah, that's and that's what each day is like until they um, we just start ramping up their work. Yep. So so we've got the, the hiring is based on the person. We hire based on the person. Then if we look at the onboarding, it's about giving people time to kind of like feel their way through it and get to a certain point, yeah. right? Now you've got them in their training, as in they're going through, they're, they're working for you guys on an you know, ongoing basis and we start the training. Yeah. So let's just say that I had a bit of an inside view into what, because you guys are the ones that run Electrical How To yeah. and you've built that platform to accommodate and help your business, you know, as well. How do you deliver that out? Is it you do the training? So once again, is it weekly, monthly, fortnightly? What is it? It's weekly on a Tuesday. Yep. So, and would you advise that most businesses at your size should be doing training and even utilizing you have, your learning if you platform? Have one employee, you should still be doing it. Perfect. So even if you've got one employee, you would advise like, is it an hour a week, two hours a week? If you've got one employee, like you'd allow at least half an hour yeah, to forty-five minutes yep. minimum every week to debrief. Yep. Even if it's an apprentice, like. You don't have that time to sit down with your apprentice on every single job and say, that's how I fit off that demo and that's how I did this. And yes. The apprentice will just go right through their apprenticeship, just constantly trying to watch and watch and watch, and then they get home and they can't work out what they've done. Yes. So we allow them to then bring questions to Tuesdays and yep. draw pictures on a whiteboard or talk to the boys, and then we have another employee that knows how to do it get up and draw it. Yep. Or so there'll it's a, be apprentices. It's not you showing everyone. No, we get it's, the apprentices to get up and yep. explain it to the person that's asked the question. So we throw it the question that they're asking to other employees and get them to help each other. And they're yep. building confidence by yep. giving them a go. And now they have to actually talk to the class or ask a question. Yeah. And we always want to make sure that there's no such thing as a, a stupid question. Yep. Um, we want to make sure that the environment's safe and yep. no one's going to laugh and and yep. give them a hard time and then go up and they feel safe that they can do that. And this helps them out in the field, right? Massively. We're speaking to a customer. They're growing. Like yeah. We had one apprentice, our last apprentice, um, our uh, A grade wasn't too sure if he could get him over the line. And now another two or three weeks down the track, he's completely out of his shell. Yeah. He's, he's just a different kid. Mm -hmm. so, and it's just, and it's good to watch him grow and, and to see that. So, yeah. I, uh, I know you said that earlier that you have an on site training facility. Yep. So you've got like scenarios set up where they like any of your staff can practice something and run yep. through with yep. their hands and install it. Yeah. Yep. So I love that. Everything, every single thing that you can do in a home, we've got set up. I can actually go through the whole training. I'm a yeah. huge fan of that, just because I'm someone when I learn something new, I want to do it. Hmm. I want to get my hands into it. Like, I mean, you know. Like get my spreadsheet out and just do it. It's also good for us. Like if we hire a second year or a third year, because we're in the training industry with electrical how to, we know that there are apprentices that might just come from solar or doing undergrounds or something. We don't know where their skill set is, so we can just put them in the back in that training facility for two or three days and work out where are their skill sets, where are they lacking, what what support do we need to give them to teach them different things, and that's all just done from that training facility that we've got because it really brings together the theory and the action where okay like how often you can watch a video and it, you'll get a lot out of it but then you have to do it and, yeah. and that's why your team would be a lot better on site because they've done it before yeah. maybe not for a client but they had the chance to practice it mm. like they, they put well, their learnings the, into the action we get an apprentice on boarding and they'll take home 
a drum of 2.5 cable and be stripping watching videos and learn how to strip cable or learn how to fit off or mm-hmm. they're doing that at home watching a video without us being there like that's just showing that they're keen for one yeah so so that was actually my next question is you know, do you have a prerequisite of like how many videos you expect people to watch a week or do you often tell them, hey, I want you all to watch this video or is it just they have the initiative and they do it? We've never had to set like a standard. It's just they do it. Like one of the qualified electricians we hired recently, he jumped on, he wanted access a week before he started because he knew what we did and he couldn't wait to come and learn from us. And as soon as he'd started with us, I could already see that he'd already been zooming through videos in the platform and all that sort of stuff as well, which was really nice to like see that he was super keen before he even worked on our foot, like on his first day. And he, so we always start them on a Tuesday on a meeting. So he brought in like five or six questions from watching the videos yeah, nice. on our electrical head too. So his job, he was just primarily in um, domestic in new homes and that's that's what he did. He just roughed in, fit off, and that was it. So what we, we, um, we do far more than that. So he's learning so much. Yeah. And um, yeah, with the TV data, he'd never CCTV, done any of that before. No, nothing mm-hmm. fault finding now, he's actually getting to use the test equipment to find bolts, even like switchboard upgrades. Like, he had to do switchboard upgrade for I think his sister, and he was doing it with us as well, learning obviously that. But then when he's on SART, he's able to refer back to a video if he got stuck and then use that without having to call another friend or do all this. It's just being able to use our platform, really. So, your own staff instead of calling an additional tradesman or calling yourselves or calling someone will actually just go to the video, have a look over that, and then be able to go and complete the job without effectively annoying or disturbing or taking someone else's productivity time away. Yeah. Well, we've we've had, like, not even our staff, but we've had members sign up that have never done, like, hot water repairs before. Yep. And our staff join, they've never done hot water repairs. Yeah. And we've had a member that would just listen to them as he's driving to a job or if he's on site, he started taking on hot water repairs. And he done three and paid off his whole subscription in yep. two or three weeks yeah. from learning how to do hot water. And that's yep. only what? It's like upskilling from a nice, simple subscription. That's right. Yep. Yep. And, and it's just one category of videos that he was able to learn and add another service to his business. Yep. And there's over 30 categories on there. And he was able to take that value from just one. How category. many videos we got now? Just over 500. 500 videos. So 500 different trainings to help your industry, people in your industry yep. level up effectively make more money, run quicker jobs, run more efficiently, and so on. Yeah. And not, yes. not every business has one of these training facilities that you've got. Mm. So, I mean, I think this is a great spot to talk a little bit about electrical how-to and I guess how, you know, our clients and, and, and other business owners out there could utilise electrical how-to to train their team. That's right. Well, not everyone has the facility to be able to set up a whole training facility they might not even have a factory they might just be working out of a small office at home you're not going to go out and kit up what we've just done so being able to sit there and show someone else's team exactly what to do through a video like dad testing and we've got ceiling fan installs we've got three-phase stuff all in this back of the factory as well and then also being able to do it on site in people's homes yeah most of the videos are actually live and real um, in someone's house so it's just step by step the entire process there's no cutouts there's no nothing it's not put together to make the job look nice it's from it's start real. to finish. It's real. That's real. Yep. Yeah. It's what it's a tradesman has been experienced on site. It's yeah. like an apprentice is sitting there with dad and dad's talking to the apprentice. That's how we sort of wanted to make it go through. Obviously, everyone's a different skill set, so someone might watch it and they're like it's a bit basic for what they're, but, but they're also a qualified electrician. But then they're picking up all these different tips that they never even thought of before and they're qualified. 
they might have been qualified for 10 years and they're still learning stuff off that. Like, there's no one way to do things. To use it to, um, to help train their apprentices. Well, we've got well. an apprentice onboarding category as well. So they can literally oh. chuck their apprentice mm. in a room for the first couple of days to up to a week and sit there and watch apprentice onboarding videos yeah. without having to do that on site in front of a customer and them standing there twiddling them thumbs, not knowing how to fit off and strip cables and all that sort of stuff. Yep. We've got that there. So that way, yeah, you don't have to do with yeah. that all on site. They can learn the basics. That's right. Real yeah. quick. And then they go to site and then the customer thinks that they've been there for a year, two yeah. years. They don't know how long an apprentice has been with you for. And if they can get there and fit off a PowerPoint, like that's the most one of the most basic things that they'll do. But when you're first starting, you don't know how to strip a cable. Mm -hmm. But like you could sit there and watch the video and by the end of it, you'd be stripping cable and fitting off cable. Like yeah. you're not an electrician, but you would be able to learn exactly it's that. It's that detailed. Yeah. That that's why we've restricted it to it. only qualified electricians and apprentices because yeah. it's so detailed. Anyone would be able to follow it and learn yeah. how to do every, every single thing that yeah. we show. Mm -hmm. That's why it's so strictly like only for electricians and apprentices. And yeah. it gives the customer a lot more, um, I suppose, confidence that if you're going to do electrical work in their home, that you can do a vast or a variety of work rather than just one particular aspect of electrical. Yeah. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, we can do that. I've like, heard of some people that can run the coax for TV points and everything, but they can't install the aerial. And that's it. So they run everything and then the aerial's not installed and then they've got to get someone else to install the aerial. Whereas we do the whole thing, like splitters, TV aerials, running the TV points, like everything is all on there. Yeah. So I mean, that, that's another skill that they can learn. The apprentice that goes through the four years with you will come out the other end knowing everything. 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 Yeah. Well, you know, and it's, it's virtually 12 months. They virtually yeah. know everything we do in yeah. 12 months. Yeah. But yeah. apprentices upgrading, like, what, how, is, how many months is he now? Six months. And he's just done his full first switchboard upgrade. Yeah. Whereas they're going to school with kids that have never even touched a switchboard yet. Yeah. 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 So if we, like, if we look into our own coaching company, and, you know, we look at our top tier electrical contracting businesses. They all have electrical how-to. Um, and most of them also utilize it in the training of their admin. And that was a space that I'd never thought of before. Yeah. But, you know, when hearing and when kind of they were all going through the same problem is that we're on the phones and our admin don't understand what's actually being said. They don't understand the yeah. potential upsells. Or they don't understand the actual yeah. job that's going on. Yeah. They lack confidence. They do. Yeah. And what they've found now is, uh, and talking to these guys, and like I said, top tier, always consistent months in profit margins. They keep staff really well. I mean, we're talking about one of you guys here. You know, they have that ability to generate more revenue and everything. And it starts at the admin level. What's because the first the, phone call? Exactly. It's the first point of contact. Yeah. Yeah. So have you, do you take into consideration some of that and the language that you use? And all of that so that the admin are actually able to, to benefit from this? Um, yeah, 100% agree. It's, it starts with the admin person. The person that answers the phone for your business. Yeah. Um, yeah, 100% agree. And, and we're actually looking to um, already Without start. Without going too much into it. Yeah. 2023 is going to be a massive. Yeah, it'll be revealed. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's going to be a massive year for electrical yeah. how-to. Exciting times. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so will, a business will be able to watch these videos and, and teach their admin um, all the knowledge that we use. I get yeah. to get behind the camera. Do you? <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, you guys have been, you've been in a gifted space. If you think about it, um, we were just uh, we were just out to lunch. Normally one of the first questions we ask here on the podcast is what do you have for lunch? We all actually had the same thing today. Yeah. 
Uh, so we had some macaroni. Yeah. Uh, there was some chicken. There was sausage. some sausages. Some loaded fries. Some loaded chicken fries. Uh, Six-month-old is snacking on a chicken wing. Yeah, he's <laughs> got a nice photo of that. Sleep right yeah. But what came up in that conversation was, um, so Rachel, you'd been the operations you know, manager of the business yeah. um, and you had always excelled in that space. You'd managed it really, really well and it flowed so nicely. And now your sister has actually been able to step into that space someone that and both of you have no electrical training outside of being able to watch yep. the electrical how-to videos and being a part of that that correct yeah well yep. i mean i started like being with dad in the first seven years like yeah and that that come from my respect from dad i wanted to make sure that yep. i did everything possible to learn what i could to make sure that his business succeeded like yep. that was the main thing like what could i do to obviously help dad like i yes. never had done any admin yep i was at uni going to be a vet like completely different but and then being able to take an interest in that and dad telling me how jobs are done and literally learning how to be an electrician from dad, but then also doing and watching our electrical how to videos. Everyone asked me, Are you an electrician? Yes. Because I can explain in detail from start to finish of a job. Yep. So it doesn't matter who I'm talking to, or a customer will ring and say, Can I speak to an electrician? And I'll say, Yes, how can we help? I'll pass on a message. Then they talk to me. Yeah. And I can run them right through the whole job. And then they go, oh, I guess I don't need to talk to an electrician anymore. Yeah. And it's like, no. And you like, can close. And it's a more efficient yeah. process in the sales cycle. Yeah. yeah. And that's then, how we taught Kelly. Like Kelly sat there and watched me for so long. And how old, how old is Kelly? She's 21. So 21 and effectively she's able to manage and run yeah. the day-to-day operations of yeah. Yeah a very successful electric, electrical yeah. contracting company. And I'm yeah. up here for two weeks and I've deleted all my apps. Like I'm not doing any work and she's being able to run it all, which is yep. really And nice. you can have been able to step off and you've effect, you're effectively doing the electrical how-to stuff full-time now? Yeah, full-time. Yeah. And I'm often uh, getting people to come up, hey, how are you going? You busy? I said, yep. I don't know. Yeah, and I think <laughs> the the girls they they run they run it all for yeah. me. So I'm just in electrical how to. So that's that's my job. Yeah, and that's a massive. And I hope all the listeners understand. Like that's a massive eye opener that you can trust, and not just trust, but it, it's continuing to flow. A a girl in her twenties who has no electrical experience in that space of actually like going and and doing their apprenticeship and going through it, but that they run a successful company. Mm. You know, and a successful company that makes great, and that's what business is about, mm. profit. Yeah. And it's Call, consistent. Calling our business is not just calling to book in a job. It's us yep. taking an interest in what they've got and then running through everything and asking different questions that no one would normally ask. An admin might not normally know to ask, is there, is it a double brick wall? Like if they want to wall mount a TV. It's like and ask certain questions that the customer would then be like, wow, like I rang another person and I got none of this. It was just this is how much it costs and I'm going to come to site. This is the day we can get there. Whereas we can run them through a whole job. doesn't matter if it's myself or Kelly. Yep. Or if Kelly gets stuck, it's she can get me on a phone call and we can have a three-way call with a customer yep. and Kelly can be listening for the next time. Yep. So Kelly is learning to talk like one of the Sparkies, no different to how I'm talking. And, yeah, that's how we would train every single admin. It actually comes back to providing that value because you're not only providing a better service right off that first yeah. phone call but you're actually saving that customer time That's as right. well yeah. they don't have to call back to talk to yeah. a, a technician mm-hmm. who's going to do the install like they're getting the full service and the details yeah and we straight also up. don't have to bother the electrician in, yeah. in the field 
like yep. don't have to take time out of their day. That's, yeah, that's we can the, do it all ourselves. Yeah, we yeah, know it gets put in right then and there. That's as well. right. Job's just done. We order everything yeah. we need. The boys have it. They rock up. They go to the job. Job done. No time to call a competitor. It's all there. Yeah, done. That's right. Yeah. yeah, gone are the days where you're you're the man in the van with the with the phone. You don't have to do that anymore. Like you can actually set up an office properly, and you don't even have to worry about like, to be able to give that phone back mm. or that phone number to that person in the office, whether it's male or female. It um, makes a big difference in your business. And it, it, it enables you to now grow your business and work yeah. on the growth and the front yeah. end rather than and, uh, answering phone calls and booking jobs. So, no, it's good. But, like, I get heaps of people even in, like, your coaching platform, they'll message and say, how did you learn all this stuff? Like, yeah. I think it was Tom Marshall was talking to his wife and she was saying, like, how did you learn all this? Like, I'm only new, but, like, you just sound like you're an electrician. Like, yep. I don't understand how you're talking about all this different stuff all the time. Um, but it's just, it comes with time and it's obviously getting your, like whoever the owner is or whatever electrician is to give you that sort of feedback and tell you how they do their jobs. Like Kelly yep. sits in all of our training sessions as well. That's, I think that's the difference is because we're having the weekly training. The repetition. That's the right. girls are getting yep. to listen to how we're speaking, how we're talking. Whether we're issues, talking about a hot water repair, like Kelly's sitting there listening how we do hot water repairs. Yep. So it's like when she gets a hot water repair call, she can sell the job on site and say, yes, we on the phone and say, yes, we can fix it for you. Yep. Instead of plumbing and hiring, I'll call an electrician for you and then I'll find out and then I'll call you back. Yep. And then you that's get a time component. That's, that's right. something that takes away from your billable so resource. What's a range hood? So she, yeah. she's actually asking, okay, what, what sort of range hood have you got? She's actually asking a, a questions around this range hood rather than just. There's so much that you should get to be asking before you find out this is a big yep. job. And then you can't do the job and then the boys have to walk away because they thought it was just this, but it's really this. But it's because we have actually been able to take the time on the phone to work out what they're actually doing. Yeah. And then that sets the tone. That sets the tone for what the customer can expect when your staff get on site, which is knowledgeable, professional, you know, easy to deal with and all of those things. And it's already opened the door for the potential upsells and the potential that other things might arise just Mm -hmm. by how much knowledge the admin staff know in the office. And what, like the other hardest part is knowing how long it takes them to do things. Yeah. Like you could book in an eight-hour, like technically an eight-hour job, but if you're an admin and you have no idea what they're doing, you might only allow three hours there. And then now they're like, wow, like you've got to reschedule my whole day. You've got to do this. Yeah. like, And then your whole day blows out because the office admin had no idea what the job actually entailed didn't allow enough time, whereas we can actually understand how long the job will roughly take and allow them the four hours that they need on site, it's done in the four hours. Yep. And we get that feedback from the guys after the job or in our meetings. They say, look, this would normally take us this time. And that goes through and then Kelly doesn't now need to ask anyone how long it's going to take. She can allow two hours for a job. She can allow eight hours for a job. Like it's all, that's how we like to train any admin. Or, yep. or they they got to their uh, first job and they've upsold and they need to be there for the whole day. It's then up to, yeah, the admin to work out everything else. And if she has no idea what she's trying to rearrange or he's trying to rearrange, then it just just makes, like, there's so much hurdles and bottlenecks in the office. So it just, it can just go out of proportion. I could be copying phone calls. Dad could be getting phone calls. Whereas we haven't had a phone call while we've been here. I think the office space is one of the most important spaces in business. Like it happens in the office. And like you have on one side, but money is made there. That's right. And like running, being the business owner, being the qualified electrician, and then like me being ops manager of it as well. Like not a lot of people know what happens in the office. 
which is a major thing. Like, especially other electricians that are just working in a business, they get their jobs, they go out and they do it. Whereas there's so much that you have to learn in an office to be able to get them jobs, to go out and do everything. So that's a massive thing to teach Kelly, to teach any admin, obviously, to run your business successfully. Yeah. Yeah. So, look, I feel like we've covered a good a good amount of stuff. Um, I feel like we've heard about, you know, where you guys came from in regards to, you know, the electrical contracting company that you had and have still and how that's translated into you providing a training service now for other electrical contracting businesses to be able to, you know, help the industry as a whole. Um, you alluded to there's some exciting things on the horizon, so I'm definitely keen to see what they there's are. some things we can't really talk about. Right. Uh, you know, yeah, seems, but there's plenty of things I can't talk about too. Yeah. It's, it's fun to tease though. You know, <laughs> we know what's coming. Yeah, but if I am an electrical contract in business owner now and this is something that, you know, I'm interested in to level my team up, to level myself up, to effectively be able to generate more revenue in the business and become more efficient and productive and all these things, what do I do? Where do I go to? How do I how do I get this? If you've got any questions, you can just send us a message on Facebook for one. Like yep. a couple of businesses will have questions as to can I get all my staff on it? That's okay. one of the biggest questions. So can we? we can. Yep. Every staff member can have their own individual account. Yep. We can provide reports as to who's watching what. Is your new employee actually watching it? Like yep. are they keen? Um, we can give percentages and let them know when their last sign-in was. Like all, like this mm -hmm. massive thing that you can use for your employees. Yep. You can set KPIs and say I want them to watch these videos. You can find out if they're actually doing it. Um. So yeah, the like you can just jump onto Electrical How To if you just want to straight sign up. Jump onto electricalhowto.com.au, um, and then you just click Get Started Today, and then there'll be a form that you've got to fill in once you've signed up, and you can just sign all your employees up from that point. It's very easy. And we make sure that they're licensed before we give them. I was going to yeah. ask that. Yeah. I... You've got to submit all evidence and everything. And if it's not enough, then I will, like, like we've got the our licensing team, basically what we put in place. If it's not good enough, then we'll keep asking it, yep. asking questions, getting all details. Yeah, getting like training contracts. Like we can't just sign up your apprentice because you tell us that they're an apprentice. Like yep. it yep. just doesn't, it doesn't work like that. We're, so, we're yeah, respecting the industry. To improve the industry. We don't want to destroy it and, yep. and give uh, the DIY access to the program. So we yep. really want to help the tradesperson or the apprentice um, yep. learn more. So yeah, that, that's how I improve it. Yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, has anyone else got any questions for the guys? No, I think we've covered quite a bit today. Yeah. Any great. any final words from from you? It's the one thing missing from your toolbox. Yeah. It's the <laughs> one thing missing from your toolbox. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. Well, thanks a lot, guys. I've had a, a blast. I've enjoyed this. You're our first official guests uh, as our coaching as our coaching clients. So it's a uh, it's a privilege to have you both here. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you for thanks, coming. Man. See ya.